And Fern has had a profound impact on my life. And we actually just meet by phone once a month for one hour. She exudes the love of Jesus to me. She's so in love with Jesus that I can't help but be more in love with Jesus after spending time with her. And our whole conversation in that hour, it's a time that we are praying throughout the time together. We bring God into that relationship. So I might share something with her and she doesn't stop and say, okay, let's pray about it. She just says, oh God, thank you that Nancy is right here in the midst of this. And we go to prayer right now on behalf of this circumstance in her life. And we just include God very naturally into that relationship. And that's where the supernatural comes in because it's a prayer focused mentoring relationship. And Fern could naturally tell me all the wisdom she has and give me advice and counsel, but she doesn't do that. She loves me. She listens to me. She encourages me, but she prays for me. And together we pray and go to God, who's the greatest mentor of all. You're listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch. Hello, Altered Stories show listeners. This is Michelle Saunders Gutch, your chief storyteller host, and welcome to the Altered Stories show, episode 59, Nancy's The Greatest Mentor, God's Story. Friends, I hope and pray you are doing well. And today, I'm really excited to bring to the mic a very special guest and new ministry friend from Colorado, Nancy Lindgren. I met Nancy through a mutual connection that we have. As I say, God connections are the best connections. So friends, as you know, I always love to introduce my guests, and I'm going to give her some time, of course, to talk to. But I wanted to just say a few words about Nancy, and then Nancy can share more. Uh, but Nancy is a national speaker, author. She's the CEO and founder of More Mentoring, whose mission is to inspire women to love and encourage others through prayer-focused mentoring. Now, what I love about that is she talks about prayer focus, prayer-focused mentoring. That's really cool. Nancy has over 35 years of experience in mentoring and loves coaching and consulting with those who desire to grow in mentoring relationships. And I will say, Without the mentors God placed in my life, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So I love, love, love this. On a personal note, you'll hear a little more from Nancy. Nancy and her husband, Mark, have Midwestern roots. As you, well, you can't see, folks, but I'm coming to you from KC. I got my KC hat on. But now they call their home in Fair Play, Colorado. Beautiful place. I've been there. Um, just really beautiful. And they have four grown children, a son-in-law, and a well-worn welcome mat at their front doors. So that tells me that they must love people coming to their home. And I hope to visit someday. So now let's get to know her. Good morning, Nancy. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Oh, thank you, Michelle. It's so fun to talk with you. And I'm doing great. 
And definitely my well-worn welcome mat is there for you. So come and visit anytime. (laughs) I know you used to live here, so come back. You have a place to stay up here in the mountains. Oh, what a blessing. Thanks for being so you, Nancy. And thanks for being a guest. Now, I shared a few things about you. I'm not sure if there's any other things that I didn't share that you might want to share about yourself. To those that are listening, we have listeners all over the world, 34 countries, men, women, different age groups, different denominations, different cultures. But I'd love to give you the opportunity to share anything else that you might want to share about who you are. Oh, well, thank you. As you talked about, you know, mentoring is my passion. And I think that's who I am. And that comes through in my relationships with people. And I love to pour into people, invest in people. I love God and I love people. That's if you want to sum up my life, that's kind of it right there in a nutshell. And so I love this mission that God has put me on to invest in others. And he's allowed me to do that and allowed me to grow myself and have mentors in my own life that can pour into me. We all need that. Just as you said, Michelle, you've had mentors. I have too. And we're different people. We've grown because of who God has put in our lives as mentors. So I love being on mission with my Jesus. And it's been an exciting adventure. That's for sure. Well, thank you for sharing those words. And I love that you say you love being on mission with your Jesus. So personal, you know, and that's what it's all about. So, you know, you also talked a little bit about, you know, being mentored. So maybe we could talk a little bit about the benefit from that, because obviously you're a result of that, who you are, where you're at, you know, your ministry. I'm a result in how. I've had mentors. Unfortunately, one of my dear, dear mentors just recently passed away and I'll be Mm. um, attending her life celebration service in Colorado in about Mm. two weeks. But it's, you know, mentoring, it's just something so incredibly special. So can you maybe share in a little bit more depth about the benefit that a mentoring relationship can have? Yeah, I would love to do that. You know, I've had many mentors and some, you know, I'm up front and close, have a personal relationship. And some of those mentors I watch from afar and maybe they're on a stage or maybe there's someone famous that I learn from and I grow from. Um, But right now I can speak into this personal mentoring relationship I'm in with a woman. Her name is Fern Nichols, and she's the founder of another ministry called Moms and Prayer International. And that ministry has had a profound impact on my life. And Fern has had a profound impact on my life. And we actually just meet by phone once a month for one hour. And she just hops on the phone and she exudes the love of Jesus to me. She's so in love with Jesus that I can't help but be more in love with Jesus after spending time with her. And our whole conversation in that hour is just, it's a time that we are praying throughout the time together. We bring God into that relationship. So I might share something with her. And she doesn't stop and say, okay, let's pray about it. She just says, oh God, thank you that Nancy is right here in the midst of this. And we go to prayer right now on behalf of this circumstance in her life. And so 
we just include God very naturally into that relationship. And that's where the supernatural comes in because it's a prayer focused mentoring relationship. And, you know, Fern could naturally tell me all the wisdom she has and give me advice and counsel, but she doesn't do that. She loves me. She listens to me. She encourages me, but she prays for me. And together we pray and go to God, who's the greatest mentor of all. And there is so much benefit in that. I can't even list all the things that I receive from that. I receive courage. I receive confidence. I receive peace. I receive blessing poured out on my life because someone's praying over me. So it's so wonderful. And I want so many more people to experience that because it's truly life-changing. And I've heard that from other people that I've been mentoring. It's life-changing because you bring the greatest mentor into that relationship. And he's the one that brings the change. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love that. I can't wait until we go into the God story details of your life. (laughs) You know, you have a church curriculum too, that you have that you administer. Can you share with the audience a little bit more about that? I mean, there could be pastors listening and other ministry leaders, and I'm interested in knowing kind of more about that too. So can you share a little bit more about your curriculum? Yes, I would love to. And it really goes back to over seven years ago. And I was sitting on my couch having a quiet time with Jesus. And he showed up on that day and and called me to start a ministry called More Mentoring. I mean, he gave me specifics to the plan. And, you know, it was one of those God moments where, you know, you aren't making this up in your head and God is leading you. And my Bible was open to Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And so that verse truly just stood out to me and, and God planted in my heart a ministry where we could could reach the local church and have them connect mentors and mentees together. That's our target audience, the local church where the godly mentors are there. And we want to equip a church in how they can come alongside, especially women is our focus, and, and connect these women who are longing for a relational connection right now, especially coming through 2020. And we've been isolated and we're lonely. We need each other desperately right now. And it's vital that we have these kind of relationships. So that very first year, I just said, okay, Lord, if you're calling me to start this ministry, show me how to do it. Show me where to go. And he said, just go to your church and just start talking to your women's ministry leader and share your heart with her. And I did just that. And she said, you know, what's so amazing. There's two other women that have talked about wanting a mentoring ministry to start at our church. So the three of us came together that first year and we just began dreaming and praying. We mainly, we prayed for a whole year, but we also started writing down and I just began to write, okay, if there was something we were going to put into place, somewhat something of a structure or a process for a church to go through, to do this successfully and have it go on and on and become truly a movement at a church, you know, what are those steps and what can we do to help a church in that? And so That year was just spent a lot of writing and testing and trying, and we began to do it at our church, and 65 women were involved that very first year. And so we came up with this toolkit where we had a mentoring guide, 
And we had mentor training, an online course for mentor training, and then an online course for a ministry development for a church to take and have every tool and resource needed that's already written for you. So you don't have to come up with that plan because so many churches are overwhelmed with their own programs and things they're already doing. To write another whole curriculum is a lot. So we want to be there to equip the church. And we've gone ahead and we've tested and we've tried it at other churches now in these seven years. And we feel like it's a solid um, curriculum for a church to use. And really, the mentoring guide is the foundation of what we use. As a mentor and a mentee sit down together in front of each other, I wrote the very first guide because at that first church, there was a mentor and a mentee that the mentor came to me and said, this is not going well. And my mentee's not talking. How do I get her to talk? And she's quiet. She's an introvert. And I just thought to myself, there needs to be something in their hands that they could have as a tool to guide them through or get them started, to get the conversation going. So every one of our mentoring guides have conversation starters. We just put questions out there of getting to know that other person. And then we have encouragement starters. How can a mentor encourage a mentee? Sometimes we can't even come up with those own ideas on our own. And so it's just an idea of... Share a verse you've read in your quiet time that would encourage your mentee. Share something you see in your mentee that you love about her. Um, I just did that recently with a mentee that was the, the encouragement starter. And she began to cry as I shared one thing I saw in her that I loved about her. And no one had really spoken that over her. And so there's power in encouragement. And then prayer. Oh my goodness, we go to prayer because this is all about prayer-focused mentoring. And so in that guide, we have an attribute of God we look at every week. We have a confession time where we're acknowledging our sin before each other to God, and that's where the healing comes. And then we thank God for the answers to prayer we've seen. And then we go to our asking. We come boldly to the throne and we ask him, believing God is able to do anything. And we see him do it. So the next time we meet together, we're thanking him for those answers to prayer. And it's so exciting to see how God is using these simple simple yet powerful tools for his purposes to bring his people together to really point to him. He's the greatest mentor we'll ever have. It's not a mentor having all the wisdom and knowledge. It's him showing up and showing us who he is. Wow. That's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I love that you're working at the local church level. You know, when I worked at Compassion International, they did a pilot program for mentoring others. And it wasn't women focused. It was just more business professional type of mentoring. And I've done some of that throughout my career in the corporate world and then migrating and moving into, you know, other roles in faith-based organizations. But this to me is so wonderful for a program at the church level and, you know, the fact that you're working through the women's ministry, I think, is really cool because, you know, I do think there's a need there. And I think there's lots of women who could use a mentor or would want to be giving out. I have some friends that do that so wonderfully and I do it, but I don't really do it formally. But I love this. I just love it, Nancy. So thank you for thank sharing you. more on that curriculum. Yes. One of the other questions before I ask the big loaded question about your God story beginning is a little bit about the stories and that are shared that you've heard and why you think 
sharing stories are so important. So can you give your perspective? I know as a mentor or being mentored, you know, the stories make you so relatable, but I'd like to know from your perspective, why you think sharing stories are so important, especially as it pertains to mentoring. I love that because I'm all about sharing our stories. And that's what I share when I talk to mentors. It's like your story is powerful, no matter what you've gone through. You know, so many mentors feel like they're disqualified or unqualified because maybe they've gone through something really hard and maybe they're still in the midst of it. And and they feel like God can't use that story, but he can. And sometimes I even feel like my story is somewhat kind of boring and mundane. You know, it's nothing really flashy. And so I could easily go to, you know, how can God even use my story? But he does. And I, I plant my feet upon this verse in Revelation 12, 11. And it talks about in Revelation that we have an accuser. And the accuser comes at us day and night and he's accusing, he's condemning, he's probably whispering in our ear, your story is not going to make a difference. And, and how do we triumph over the accuser? It says in Revelation 12, 11, we triumph over him, first of all, by the blood of the lamb. So what Jesus did on the cross, it was through his blood, his, his death, his burial and his resurrection It's his blood. That's really powerful. But the second thing, and this really kind of surprises me, but it's the word of our testimony. That's what defeats the enemy. And if we truly believe that we need to be speaking out our stories and telling the next generation, the greatness of God and his faithfulness, because it defeats the enemy and it puts him in his place and it sends him back to where he needs to go. And he can't rule and reign. We are victorious through our stories. Listen to that Altered Stories show listeners, you out there that God is nudging your little heart and saying, get out there and tell your story. I need you to come forward. We need you. God needs you too. So be faithful. And that does defeat the enemy. And I'll tell you, I never came up against such spiritual warfare in my life before I came forward to start this ministry. I mean, in every angle of my Mm -hmm. life, Mm -hmm. every angle. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I do think it's powerful. And I really appreciate you sharing that. That is an incredible way of glorifying God and getting women Mm -hmm. to come forward. And men, even go tell your stories, you know, it's okay. So that's right. Anyway, well, so thank you, Nancy. And now I think I would like to move forward. You know, we're making good time throughout the um, interview here. And I'd like to make sure that we leave some time for you. So Nancy, where does your, the greatest mentor, God's story begin? Oh, I love that because when I think of the greatest mentor, it's a relationship. You know, when I think of a mentor, I think of someone who's going to love me no matter what, someone who's going to encourage me, someone who's going to listen to me, someone who's going to believe the best in me, someone who will pray for me. And when I think of the greatest mentor, I think of God. And we have three people in God. We have God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. So we truly have three in one who's the greatest mentor that we could ever have. And my relationship with my great mentor started at four years old. And that's when I remember 
bowing my head, bending my knee right by my couch and praying a prayer and inviting the God of the universe to come into my life and to be my Lord. You know, it says in Romans 10 that if we confess with our lips that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our hearts that Jesus was raised from the dead, we will be saved. And at that moment, at the age of four is where it all started for me. So I was a young girl, but at that moment, the greatest mentor came into my life. And we began a relationship that has grown in over 52 years now. I've been walking with this great mentor of mine who has led me, who has taught me, who has pruned me, who has shown me the path of life. And it has been quite a journey. But I just say early on, I mean, it's amazing as you start out in a relationship how gracious God is, because I remember the the next prayer that I remember praying was at the age of seven. And this is how spiritual I was at the age of seven. I asked God for pizza for my birthday and a bike. That's all I wanted for my birthday, my seventh year birthday. And I still remember sitting out on my little steps in the, on the front porch. And that was my prayer, you know, so I, nothing spiritual about it. It was all about me. It's selfish. But you know what? God answered that prayer and it almost took my breath away when I opened up my present and it was a bike. And then we had pizza for dinner. And it's like, that's what I asked God for. And he answered. And so that was just a a beginning of my journey of God listens and he is hearing my every prayer and he cares about the littlest of details. I remember even at the age of 10, you know, my dad was in Christian radio and he would have share where people would commit to giving a dollar amount, either monthly or annually. And I committed at the age of 10 to give $5 every month to this radio station. And I would watch God bring it in. And there was one month that was at the end of the month and I did not have the $5. And I began praying, God, would you bring $5 to me so I could give it to this radio station? And the very, I think it was the very last day of the month, I got a letter in the mail from my great grandma who had, my birthday was months ago and she had forgotten to send me a little something for my birthday. So guess what she sent me? She sent me $5 for my birthday. And my jaw just dropped because I thought God heard my prayer and he answered and he brought me $5. And that seems so little, you know, but it was so big to a 10 year old who had no money. And I had no idea where $5 was going to come from. And so I have seen God do that over and over again. And as I have grown in my relationship with him, he now has begun to speak over me and I have begun to hear his voice and not just me talking, doing all the talking, but I've been doing more listening and, and listening to his still small voice. And he has truly become a great shepherd to me. And, you know, the sheep know their shepherd's voice and we can't deny when he speaks. And so um, I remember even at the age of 15, I was in a car accident and I could have easily been killed. And I wasn't. And I walked away from that car with barely a scratch on me. And I just remember thanking God, first of all, but I remember hearing him say, Nancy, I have a great purpose for your life. And I have preserved your life at the age of 15 because I have great things for you to do. And so don't forget this moment. It's a divine moment of I have been protecting you, but I have great plans for you. And so I have experienced that over and over. And it's just this consistent walking with my Lord and him speaking, me sharing my heart. And we have this beautiful, intimate relationship 
that I love and I can't get enough of him. Honestly, I could spend a whole month just being with Jesus and it wouldn't be enough because I love my times with him. I actually enjoy him. I have come away days where I just spend a day with him and I pull away from everything else, my whole to-do list, and I'm with Jesus, and I let him speak over me, and and I share with him, and we have a conversation. And I think one of the most touching verses in the Bible to me is Exodus 33, 11, where it talks about God would speak to Moses face-to-face as one would speak to a friend. And I've experienced that. And I don't see him face to face, but I sense his nearness and the closeness of my God, the God of the creator of the universe. And he comes down and meets with me, little old Nancy Lindgren. And he meets with me. He speaks to me. He talks to me. We walk together and he tells me the things that I would never know. That's the other verse I love is Jeremiah 33, 3. The Lord says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. And he's done that through my whole life. And I love the word unsearchable because right now we can search for just about anything we need to know on Google or YouTube. We can find it. But God, he tells us things that we can't even search for, things that we would never know. Like there was one moment in my life where I was dealing with a harder relationship and I asked the Lord, how would this person receive my love? I don't know even what to say or what to do. And I remember I was standing in my kitchen stirring spaghetti sauce. And the Lord whispered in my heart, here's what I want you to say. And I I set down my spoon. I turned off the stove and I ran to my, I called it my Jesus couch. And I said, God, tell me what you want me to know. How can I reach this person? How can I love her well? And he gave me such a specific answer. And I actually used that. And I I shared that with this person. And that's what kind of shifted the relationship. And it changed things. And she could receive my love because of that one moment. And I would have never known that if I hadn't prayed and if God wouldn't have answered. So there are things that are unsearchable that only God knows. Only God knows, because here's three things about God, the three omnis, I like to say, that no other mentor, no human mentor can do this for us or be this for us. He's omnipresent. He's with us all the time, day and night, every minute he's with us. He's omniscient. He knows everything. He knows our future. He knows someone's heart. We don't know someone's heart. God does. And then he's omnipotent. He's all powerful. He can do anything. He can change a heart. He can change a circumstance. He can change a situation. He can release his power into that because we pray and he he does it as we ask him to. And so I love the three omnis because that's the supernatural that only God can do. And so I've experienced that throughout my whole life. And and I can't stop now. And I, I'm still growing and learning about this God who is my personal greatest mentor. That is so beautiful, Nancy. I really appreciate you sharing very personally your relationship with Jesus and how you've been drawn into a very personal way through just your connection with him. And your father and your mother, were they both believers and that they modeled Jesus Christ as believing parents growing up? That is such a great question. I wanted to bring that in because it's not a coincidence that I am who I am today. I've had godly parents 
their parents were godly praying parents, their parents were. So I have this amazing heritage of people who have prayed for me. And so I, as a result, I am who I am because of my praying godly heritage. My husband has a similar story. His parents have been godly praying parents. Their parents have been and their parents. So we have been blessed and we have been protected in many ways because of those who've gone before us and have prayed for us. I know that. And I someday will sit down with them in heaven and just say, thank you. And I, I don't even know all the things things I've been protected from. But yes, I've we've had a godly heritage I'm so grateful for. And honestly, my earthly father has been such a beautiful example to me of my heavenly father. And I remember as a little girl crawling up in his lap and I would lean my back against his chest and I would listen to his heart and I would try to slow down my heart rate to match his heart rate. And this makes me cry because it's so personal. But so beautiful. um, it's so beautiful. And that's how God longs to see us crawl up into his lap, settle in, listen to his heart and align our heart with his heartbeat. And honestly, at the age of 56, I still crawl up in my dad's lap because he's so dear to me. And he's just modeled for me what it looks like for my heavenly father. He's been so gentle, so kind. I've never seen him get angry. So I've had this beautiful example and I know not everyone has, and that can be really hard for some who haven't had that. And I I know that's probably the majority of a lot of people. So it's a rare thing and I don't take it for granted. And I'm so grateful because it's made me trust my heavenly father. There's not one time I've doubted the love of my heavenly father because I haven't doubted the love of my earthly father. So I'm grateful and I feel so blessed to have that heritage. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that. So, you know, I know that through your journey of ministry and mentoring and all those things that you've run across brokenness, trauma, so many areas and pieces where Jesus Christ has had to come in and heal through very hard things. And um, I know the Lord. Um, has been using you through some of the books and your speaking and like you said, some of your mentoring. But I would love to know for someone that's out there today that's listening or, you know, many who have broken relationships with their earthly mm-hmm. fathers and, you know, they're broken, they've had trauma, they've come through hard things, whether it be decisions they've made on their own and poor decisions mm-hmm. or just decisions naively or not even realizing, you know, because they're in a sin nature and now they're not. But I would love from your perspective to what do you recommend for these these folks that are struggling and are in need and that could help them or you know what what would your what would your recommendation be? Yeah, well as a mentor I have walked alongside many people who have gone through really hard things. And I think one of the greatest compliments I've ever received is when someone said to me, thank you for sitting with me in the pit. And that just touched me because I thought, I'm not here to be God in your life. I'm here to sit with you in the hard things you're going through. I can point you to my God and remind you of his faithfulness. But often in my sitting and being quiet and letting them process and be real, and honest, and I don't have to be a fixer-upper and have an answer, 
they appreciate that more than anything, that my presence over my perfection or my right words that I say is what really matters. The showing up, the being available, the stepping in and saying, here I am, I'm, I'm available to be used. I, I will sit with you in the hard things. You know, I, I mentored one young mom who had a miscarriage and she was devastated and she had another miscarriage after that. And she just began to question even who God was and the faithfulness of God. And why would he allow this? And I did so much listening in that season, but I also was able to say, because we went through a mentoring guide together, we looked at those attributes of God and I could say, but we will not forget God is faithful. God is good, even in suffering. And we have to go back to who God is and not just why are we going through something hard? We will never understand why God allows for us to go through trauma or really hard things. His ways are mysterious and, and it, it hurts that he would allow that. But I've in my own pain and suffering and hard things I've gone through, those are the times that I have drawn the closest to God when I have had to cling so tightly to him and be so dependent on him that nothing else and no nobody else could meet that need but Jesus. And so I've tried to be that person that is somewhat a vessel or a reflector, you know, of, of the glory of God. I want to be a person when they look at me, they see Jesus and they, I'm, my life points to him. And so they're not looking to me for all these answers and I don't have to have that weight on my shoulders. And, and I want to encourage other mentors out there. Sometimes we feel like it's up to us to have the right words or to give the perfect advice, but we don't. We don't. We can just continually reflect and point up to Jesus and say, this is who I know God is. We stand on the word of God. We plant our feet on truth and not our circumstances, not our feelings, not our emotions. But life is hard and we've all gone through hard things and we need each other. We need each other to point us to God and remind us of his faithfulness. Yes, I think so. I think God uses so many circumstances, you know, whether it's through people or you know, just a connection that you never anticipated or his faithfulness, you know, in other areas that, that you never expect, you know, that to encourage yes. you through the storms and the hard things. And it's so good, though, to know that there's a ministry out there that really encourages the mentoring or, you know, the, the connection through yeah. prayer focused in, you know, pointing everyone to Jesus, who is our ultimate mentor and, you know, the greatest mentor of all as an example. So I love what you're doing. I love what you're sharing. And it's so encouraging. And I hope a lot of those that are struggling will be able to learn more about your program, whether it's through reaching out to you and how can they do that? Nancy? Yes. Well, we have a website. If you go to morementoring.org, you can find all this information there. We have a, we have something we call the Together Toolkit, which has the mentoring guides, which we now have four of them. And we are in process of writing one for men and for teens and for first steps for new believers. Maybe you're mentoring someone who doesn't even know Jesus yet. We want to have a guide out there that could help you in that. And then we have these online courses, you know, for mentor training and ministry development that we'd love to come alongside you and help you be the best mentor you can be and, and launch something at your 
your church and get it going. We know it is so needed right now. Um, so check it out on that website. And you, the email address you can use is info at morementoring.org. Um, I can see those emails and I can follow up. We have a team of people. We have 16 on our team, women that love Jesus, that would love to walk alongside you. And any way we can, we're here to serve and to help in any way we can. And that's what we long to do. Well, that's precious. Now, um, I want to mention too, you have a couple of books out there, right? Where can the readers, now we will have an episode page set up on our website. We'll highlight you, your beautiful family, you know, a little bit about you through the bio and all those things. And then of course your ministry info, but I'd love to hear a little bit about your books real quick and, you know, tell us a little bit about those. So, you know, there's readers out there and those that like to go out and read books yes. too. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Well, on our website, if you click on the mentoring guides, you'll see all of them listed there. And really we have a series of, we call it Together, Come, Be, Move. And it's a series one, two, and three. And it's a very similar layout in each of these books. But each book has 12 sessions. And we found that as women would go through these 12 sessions, they wanted more. And so we wrote book two and they wanted more. So we wrote book three. So we have three in a series. And then we started a series called Going Deeper. And so this guide takes you deeper into the attributes of God. So I co-authored this with a friend of mine, and she has written parts of this and just shared, you know, going deeper into the attributes of God. And you're going to learn more about your mentor as well. You're going to go deeper into your relationship with your mentor. So we're hoping to have um, that series of book of books of three and in future times. But right now we just have the first one there. So we have those four books. We have book one in Spanish. I wanted to mention that. Any um, Spanish-speaking sure women out yeah, there? We probably do have several. Yeah. So all of these can be found on Amazon. So either you can go to our website and click from there and it will take you to Amazon or you can go directly to Amazon and just, you could search together Nancy Lindgren and those books should all pop up there. Okay. Well, thank you. So is there anything else before we close, Nancy, that you want to share with the listeners today? Oh, I love that you asked that. I think, you know, Michelle, one story that comes to my mind uh, is such a beautiful picture of this. And, and it was the very first person who asked me to be a mentor is the first time I heard those words. And she wrote me a little card and dropped it off in the mailbox and it showed up in my mailbox. And, and in that card, she said, will you be my mentor? And I was kind of struck by that. And that word mentor, you know, it can be kind of intimidating and we don't know what they're thinking and the expectations of what they're looking for. And we never feel like we're enough. I mean, every mentor I've talked to, we feel like, oh, we don't have what we need, you know, to do this. And she was just a younger mom who lived in my neighborhood. We had met at a, a block party and just connected, you know, heart to heart in that in those few minutes. And so she asked me to be her mentor. And so I, I prayed and I felt like God was saying, say yes. And so I did. And I invited her over on that first day. And I remember I had a pile of Bible studies and books that I just brought and said, you know, if you want to go through any of these, we certainly could do that. And, um, you know, I didn't know what she was looking for, but the more we talked on that day, she honestly was just longing for a relationship with me. I was a mom a little further down the path. My kids were a little older. In fact, my one daughter was babysitting her young kids. Her oldest was going off to kindergarten and she was nervous about this. And 
And so what we began doing is we just would go on walks and we would talk. She would share with me all those things that she was concerned about. I would share my story. Here, here we go. Sharing a story. You <laughs> know, I didn't have answers for her, but I shared my story and I shared about the faithfulness of God and, and how I had gotten involved in a moms and prayer group way back when, when my daughter was going off to kindergarten and I began to pray with other moms. And that's what brought me so much peace. And I released all those fears and worries as I prayed with other moms. And so I shared that with her. And, and then we would always pray together as we walked along our eyes wide open, but we would just pray and bring God in. And we began to see so many answers to prayer, not just for her, but for me, she would pray over me as a mentor. And so, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that talks about whoever refreshes others will be refreshed themselves. I experience that every time when we pray together, she's not only refreshed, I'm refreshed. When God is brought in, he refreshes the both of us and he moves his right hand when we join together and pray in one accord, believing he can answer. And so that was truly the beginning of an eye-opening experience for me that this doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't always have to be an in-depth study. We certainly can do Bible studies together. That's good. But I think the majority of women today are longing for a relationship, someone who's going to love them, listen to them, encourage them, and pray with them. It's as simple as that, but yet as powerful as that. And I have heard over and over again, and this is what keeps me going, this has been so life-changing. And and it's not about me. They haven't said, Nancy, you have changed my life. They've said, Nancy, God has changed my life because you have stepped in and we have prayed together and God has done this for me. I've gotten to know God better. I now know how to pray better and I've gotten more comfortable where I can take this to other people and now pray with them. It's given them a confidence and a joy and it's brought them peace and it's really brought them fullness of life. And that is what I want to be all about is living out fullness of life. That's what Jesus came to offer us, abundant life and life to the full. And I I want to be in that place of living that way. And I want others to experience that. So truly what more mentoring is all about, we want every woman to experience more of Jesus. That's the bottom line. It's about him. And it's not about us being great mentors. It's about us pointing to the greatest mentor we could ever know and ever have. Oh, that's so beautiful. And it's so... No, I love it. And God glorifying and, you know, God works so differently in our stories and Mm -hmm. every single woman that's mentored through prayer focused mentoring, God's going to work in their story differently. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just, I love it. I love, you know, what your curriculum is about, what your ministry is about, God-centeredness of your ministry, Nancy, your heart. So this has been incredible. I know my uh, listeners, oh my goodness, are they blessed to be able to hear mm-hmm. what this is all about for encouraging them in their transformation and change in their lives and ladies and even gentlemen, get out there and find that mentor if that's the way God is leading you. Or you feel like you want to give back, you know, give back in this way because it's so needed. I don't I don't think it's emphasized enough. And I, I think there's a lot of people 
that wouldn't even be where they are without having people who God appointed to come into their life and point them to Jesus. And I'm so excited to be celebrating my mentor who's in heaven with Jesus in a Mm. couple of weeks. You know, Mm -hmm. she just was that way. She came alongside Mm. me and God centered and prayer focused and we raised our girls and, you know, she was a friend, like, you know, someone that we could talk through things and God things and, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. coming alongside. So it's a big absence to know, but, Mm. you know, God will bring new. He he does. He knows, he knows where we're at in our stage in life, just like he's got you covered with your mentor too. And, you know, still doing that. Right. And mentoring, mentored, all those things. So this has been yes. so amazing. Thank you, Nancy, for your time. Oh, thank you. And for sharing. And, you know, I am going to be continuing to lift up your ministry and pray for you and all that. I'm assuming your ministry goes across, you know, is it a global ministry now? I mean, you've got Actually, a lot of it's women. turning into a global. I was going to say. It's turning into a global ministry, whether we want it to or not. It, you know, when God's doing it, we just go wherever he sends us and he's opening doors in other countries. And I love it because it, it, it is a global ministry. We want it to be a movement, a movement of God that only he can do. You know, it's it's the impossible of, of him connecting people, of him raising up mentors. And I honestly would love to pray for your listeners because I feel like there's a stirring right here. And maybe there's people listening right now that are saying, maybe I could do this. Maybe I should find a mentor. Maybe I could be a mentor, um, but I'm a little bit nervous like I was when I heard those words, will you be my mentor? So do you mind if I just pray for um, you? We've been having our guests do that. It's really so amazing. God is transforming my podcast ministry. It is now becoming mm. where we are ministering through worship, you know, song, we're ministering through prayer. Um, there's healing that's coming through. There's just uh-huh. so many cool things. So I would love you to lead um, okay. in prayer. Okay. So Father, we come to you. We sense that you're about something bigger than any of us. We know you're up to something. God, we know your heart is for relationships. You're a relational God. You want a relationship with every one of us. And I even pray for the person out there that could be listening that says, I don't know this great mentor. I don't have a relationship with him. And I want it. I want to live life to the full. God, I pray if there is even one person right now listening that doesn't know you, that he or she would bend her knee, bend, bow her head and just say, Lord, I want you to be Lord of my life. I want you to be my greatest mentor I could ever have. So Father, we commit each one into your hands that they would surrender their lives fully to you today and they could receive forgiveness of sins and they could receive eternal life. That is the greatest joy and greatest desire for any of us to live in eternity with you. So that is first and foremost. But God, I also pray for anyone out there who's listening, who maybe is thinking I could be a mentor There are people in my life that I could pour into. 
God, give them your confidence. Give them your boldness to reach out and take a step and just say, do you want to have coffee together? I'd love to meet with you and let it just be a beginning. And Father, you take it from there and do only what you can do. And Lord, I pray for those many out there who are longing for mentors. We know I've spoken to many who would love to have a mentor, someone who could love, listen, encourage, and pray for them. God, would you raise up the mentors that could pour into them and invest their lives? Would you bring someone into their life? Even Michelle, if she is missing her mentor, would you bring a mentor to Michelle who could fill that void, not, not do it the same way, but God do it in a unique way that would just minister to Michelle because you know, Michelle's heart. And so father, I pray that for every single one of us right now, that you would bring people into our lives who, you know, we need, and most of all, God, we need you. So keep us clinging to you and desperate for you every single moment of our lives in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much, Nancy. I love that prayer. Um, it's very emotional, very, very emotional, this topic. So God had a plan for doing this and bringing us together. So God bless you, your ministry, your calling, your family. I can't wait to meet you all. And we'll make a connection. This podcast will be in touch. This podcast will be going out in a couple of weeks. And I can't wait to share it. And friends, just know that I appreciate you following my show uh, do share the the podcast with your other friends, family, those that would benefit from it. And until the next show, friends, be heard and be healed. Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based, nonprofit, and women's evangelistic storytelling ministry located in Overland Park, Kansas. If you enjoyed listening to today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of women all over the world, too. So please, subscribe to our show and share the link to this podcast. Share it on your social media. We also welcome your valued feedback on our stories. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories and welcome your tax-exempt financial donation. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, you can log on to our website at www.alteredstories.org. 